I'm David Smith, and you're listening to the Faith in Teaching podcast from the Kaiser Institute for Christian Teaching and Learning at Calvin University. In this series, we'll be talking with researchers and educators who are working to understand how Christian faith affects teaching, learning, and the way we do education. Today, I'm in Kiev in Ukraine, and I'm sitting here with uh, Tatiana Garkun, uh, who is an educator who's been involved in a seminar that we've been running here for science teachers and Bible teachers. In fact, she's been helping me to, to lead part of the seminar. So tell us a little bit about what your work is here in Ukraine. What's your connection to Christian education? Uh, hello, I am a teacher of English. Actually, I finished the university as an interpreter of English, but I had experience in teaching in public school, and then I had experience in working for one medical firm as an interpreter. And in uh, 2015, I think in the beginning of the year, one couple, Christian couple, they invited me to be involved in Christian education. And at that time, I, I heard nothing about this. And... I was hoping to be a regular teacher, that's it. But in that time, our founders of our school, they began to gather a group of uh, devoted people. And uh, we, we used to uh, meet every Monday to share our visions and to see how we want our school to be, to draw the portrait of ideal uh, gradu- graduate of our school. And we began to work together. And uh, after that, they told me that they saw that I'm Christian and they saw that they wanted me to be a director in this school. Mm -hmm. So I never thought of being a director, but uh, I think that it's God's ways in my life. He put the responsibility on my shoulders and I I see that this is... uh, God's way. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started in uh, 2015, in September. Before that, we had a lot of challenges because we couldn't find, we couldn't find a place where we can have, a, so we couldn't find a facility. So during this time of preparation, we talked a lot. Uh, we were thinking of how we will uh, want our school to be. And uh, we also um, had a lot of seminars, a a lot of uh, training courses uh, to be well-educated, to be well-trained. And also we, at that time, we began to cooperate with Marho, with this International Alliance of uh, Christian Education Development. And uh, that time I met those people here in Kyiv, and they uh, really helped us in uh, starting our school. But in our city, I live in a small city, comparing to Kyiv, I mean, uh, it is a regional center Khmelnytsky, it is in western part of Ukraine, and the population is nearly 270,000 people, not so big city, but there were about 12 evangelical churches and a lot of more Orthodox and Catholic churches, but no Christian school even in our region. Mm-hmm. And God put this calling uh, on hearts of those uh, founders of this Christian couple, and uh, so we couldn't find a facility in, in our city. We addressed to locals, but um, we couldn't find. And uh, finally, in um, 
I think in June, they gave us a very small place and it was a small cafe. Uh, and it was a place where um, it wasn't uh, functioning anymore. And there were a lot of alcoholic place for alcoholics they would gather together and you can imagine the mess and all, 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 everything that was going there and so they gave us this very small place and uh, for three months we had to clean it, everything here and to make order to make everything in order and we but with God's help and it was really a miracle we could open in September mm-hmm. And we, uh, I think in July, we got the license for the primary school, for kindergarten and primary school. So you talk about getting a license. This, this is, of course, a time when there were big changes happening in Ukraine around education and freedom of religion and so on around 2015 or so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, how did your school fit into that bigger process of, of change in Ukraine? Mm-hmm. And we were uh, starting our school just in this time when uh, the, our state uh, allowed, people, allowed churches to open schools. Because before that, uh, we didn't have such law. And the religious organization and churches, they got this right to get this license. And our founders, they decided to make it everything very legal and to be open for the society. And we started with, uh, with this uh, license. So, of course, it was very difficult to get this license because uh, there, are, there were some people who said that those Christians, they, we don't want to be uh, in our education system, uh, so they, they, are not, uh, they, don't, they couldn't give a good uh, level of education. And even, I think that the devil, <laughs> he provoked these people to write very bad things in media, for example, in newspaper. They, they wrote very awful things about us uh, as a community, as a group of uh, Christian educators. But um, thanks God, God ruined their plans and finally we opened mm-hmm. our school. So I'd imagine after a very long time with no Christian schools, uh, was it during the communist period, um, until this, this legal change where it became possible, the very idea of a Christian school must have been unfamiliar to to most people in your context. Yeah, and you know, it was a, a miracle for our churches because uh, I grew up in a family where uh, my grandparents, they were persecuted a lot for being Christians. I'm a, a Christian in fourth generation, and my grandfather, uh, he was sentenced to death in uh, 1951, and then uh, the, they changed the sentence to 25 years of imprisonment. And uh, my uh, uncles, my aunts, they couldn't get higher education mm-hmm. the same as my parents. And so this uh, is just because of his faith. Yes. The, the sentence, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why suffering so much because of communist belief and for being Christian. And now being uh, Christians in Christian school, it was like something very miraculous. And mm-hmm. my dad, who is still remembers those times, he was crying literally because he said, my dad uh, 
would be so happy to know that now there is a time when we have new schools opening in in Ukraine and as you know in Ukraine there are around 80 more than 80 Christian schools around Ukraine so it's it's I think that it's also the fruit of those sufferings that they went through so it seems like this must have created a lot of motivation because I I, I get the sense here that I mean it's, it's just four years ago that, that the law changed right and already did this this huge mushrooming of new mm-hmm. Christian schools it, it's it's almost as if you were all ready to start running as soon as the mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as the track opened yeah and we I think that this is very good uh, for Christians to see the time because we we have to use this time as much as possible because we you never know what happened what will happen next with next uh, government or with other people who would come to depart, uh, department of education and so on so you have to use very wisely this time mm-hmm. so i think that that christians uh, really understand they realize the time they they live now mm-hmm. So it seems like you transitioned very quickly from studying to be an English teacher to suddenly being a school leader and also a leader of a brand new kind of school that didn't exist before in this place. How how was that experience? Was that a smooth transition or was um, it a big learning curve? It was really difficult process um, because, you know, when uh, you start something new, you don't know a lot of things. And we had a lot of challenges. Uh, we, at first, it was very difficult to find teachers, uh, really Christian teachers, because you always uh, face the problem when uh, you either you have very professional teacher but non-Christian, or you have good Christian but no, not very good uh, professional skills. And I, I don't want to say that all Christians don't have good education. But still, there is such a um, problem, when, mm-hmm. when it's, especially when you are in not very big city. So is that, is that still a legacy of Christians being disadvantaged in terms of access to education? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. They, they just didn't have uh, time, or they didn't have right to, be in, in, uh, to get higher education. And that's why, for example, my dad is very smart, but he, he doesn't have higher education because he, he wasn't allowed to enter. And uh, before 2000, 2010, uh, like uh, most Christian families, they even didn't try to take their kids to to universities because it wasn't in their it wasn't in in their uh, like previous generations. So, but uh, when time goes by and by, now more and more youth they start to uh, go to the university, and especially when they go to pe- pedagogical university, they uh, they didn't know the time about Christian schools. So now when I think that when young people now know that there are a lot of Christian school and they maybe they they can uh, think about their future that maybe I will enter pedagogical university and I will go to Christian uh, schools to work. Mm-hmm. So in starting a Christian school it seems to me you're not just serving the local community but you're you're helping to begin to reconstruct a whole Christian educational culture uh, that that's been missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So what do you see as the main challenges for your school right now? If I, I talk about my school, uh, now it is growing and uh, we have, for, and you know, uh, God is very great and he's powerful because 
we, when we see the numbers, for example, we started with 13 kids. Uh, we opened only two uh, classes. It was first grade and second grade. And we had like six children in one and seven students in second class. And uh, the second year, we had 40 kids. Next year, we had 76. <laughs> uh, the fourth year, uh, we had uh, 165. And now we have 212. Wow. <laughs> so you see, only in <laughs> four years, yeah, yeah, in 12 years, we have such growth. Mm -hmm. And now we um, had to move from that small place, the facility that they gave us. And we uh, went to uh, one university and they gave us one uh, floor to rent and now we are we really we are lacking of place of rooms and I, I, I see that the school is growing but uh, we pay very huge uh, amount for renting renting fee and it's very big problem for us and um, this is old building and no heat system working well. And uh, I, I understand that we have to have our own facility. Mm -hmm. But uh, so financial thing and uh, like facility, it's question number one. Because I, I, I know that uh, in many countries, uh, Christian schools, they get support from the state but our state support is covers only 5 or 10 percent of mm -hmm. what we need and so it is uh, when we talk about some very earthly things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when we talk about spiritual things of course um, resources mm -hmm. people resources because uh, now we live in such time when uh, many young people they immigrate uh, for example to poland to other European countries to find better conditions for life and uh, to get better salary. And uh, in such a way also many young people from the churches, from Christian schools, they go abroad to find better life. Mm -hmm. So I, and you know, we can't stop them mm -hmm. because we understand that they deserve something better, but what can we do? Mm -hmm. Earlier you were talking uh, about a change you made in the homework uh, at your school, which was connecting families. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us about that activity. Yeah, after your seminar, David Smith seminar, I really liked the idea when uh, you have to, de to design homework in such a way to, uh, to, have, uh, to get family together. And uh, so we made such an assignment for school children of uh, younger age to make an interview with their grandparents, uh, exactly with grandmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we designed, uh, we make questionnaires and we put interesting questions. For example, grandma, if you would be a millionaire, how would you spend your money? Or when did you find Christ and uh, what is the best thing in your Christian life? And such, not like very regular questions like what is your favorite color but some some mm -hmm. very interesting uh, questions that takes more time to talk when just to to get uh, one short answer and uh, 
we and uh, these children they did such assignment and they talked to their grandmas and it's interesting they took pictures of their grandmas and after that we got very good feedback from from those grandmas because they said wow we we so enjoyed the company of our grandchildren we uh, spent so much time with them and you know sometimes they say that grandparents love their grandchildren more than parents like their children <laughs> i don't know about america if you have the same saying but uh, in our culture they say so mm-hmm. so it's really good when uh, we uh, make such family things that we really family-oriented school, that we want to family get together. And very often in our school we have, uh, for example, Day of Father, mm-hmm. when fathers came and they ha- we have some sport activities with them, and for example, or Mom's Day. So it's interesting. When I think of what you said about your own family's history and the the amount of change that has happened in the lifetime of those grand grandmothers mm-hmm. um, who are now doing homework from the Christian school with their, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with their grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that amount of cultural discontinuity, it seems it would be important for the school to help to bring families together and help them to talk through these these changes and the new possibilities. So mm-hmm. yeah. sounds like really good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for talking with us, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll, we'll pray for your school. Thank you. So. It was my pleasure to share, and I ask you to pray for us, because mm-hmm. we, we are still very young, only four and a half year old. <laughs> we are still like babies. But um, I, I know that God is almighty and he's powerful. And uh, I, I really want to say that we really appreciate your work, your colleagues' work in making these uh, uh, strategies and giving us uh, the lessons and this website. And we really like, because our school, uh, I told that it is focused on what if Lawrence um, system. And we had a lot of, uh, good lessons mm-hmm. so far. Good. So, and we will keep working in it. Very good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to the Faith in Teaching podcast from the Kaiser Institute for Christian Teaching and Learning at Calvin University. Learn more at www.pedagogy.net. <laughs>